Hello and welcome to Flying Blind Podcast. My name is Evita and here is where I talk about my own very unique journey and I really hope to make you feel good about your own very unique journey. Today we will be discussing the importance of how you fuel yourself and your body. My hope is for you to listen today and to feel inspired to get out there and spread your wings and fly. Last night I was talking to one of my friends from New York and we always have some really interesting conversations, but our conversations always end up somehow being about food. And of course, food is such a huge part of our daily life. It's a part of everything. It's a part of celebrations. It's a part of get-togethers. A lot of us, I know myself included, use it sometimes as a coping mechanism. It's just a really comforting thing. So yeah, me and my friend, we were talking about food, which our conversations always end up going to that. And we actually call each other fatty soulmates because we just feel really passionate about food and we love it. And it's always a topic of conversation. And this friend and I, we actually eat very similarly. We have similar lifestyles when it comes to food and how we want to nourish ourselves. But at some point, we both had actually really bad habits with food and we made some really bad choices with food and we can laugh about it now. We can have funny conversations about it and also have some serious conversations about it. But right now, I believe that both of us have made peace with food and how we nourish ourselves and how we want to fuel ourselves. And we both really strive to have balance. But there was a point in time that we didn't use food in the most healthy way and we didn't use it for optimal health, but now we do. And I have a very specific way of eating and fueling myself. And I most definitely feel that everybody is going to nourish themselves differently and not everybody is made to digest and process and feed themselves the same way. We're all different genetically. We all have certain intolerances. Some of us tolerate things better than others. So we definitely all should strive to fuel ourselves in a way that works for us. So I'm not trying to push any particular diet or lifestyle or way of eating or fueling yourself, but I for myself, as well as for all of you listening, want for you to feel good and to fuel yourself in a way that works for you and in a way that is sustainable for the long term and that will have positive effects on not just your weight and your appearance, but positive effects on your actual health. And I think that's something that's really important. And I don't think that we necessarily always look at the big picture. A lot of times we get stuck on the short-term goals that we want, which for a lot of people, it's weight loss, right? And that comes from a more honestly, like, yes, we want to be healthy, but for a lot of people it is vanity. And not to say that there's anything wrong with wanting to look a certain way, you know, we want to look in the mirror and feel good about ourselves. That's very normal. I I want that for myself too. But I think a lot of the times we're only looking at the short term and we're not really examining and looking at how what we are consuming is going to affect our long-term health. And I think that that's something so important that we need to focus more on. And it is hard because we do live in a world that focuses on the exterior a whole lot. And you can't escape from that. When you open social media, turn on the TV, open a magazine, any of those things, we are bombarded with images of what a man or a woman should, right, look like. 
and there is a certain standard of beauty that is unrealistic. And we all know that these images are edited and they're filtered and they're airbrushed and they are not what they seem. They are not at all what the actual person looks like in real life. And even these models that are all over TV and media aren't even as they appear in these photos. They look different than in what's portrayed out there. So it's something that we know and that we should keep in mind, yet we want to attain this unrealistic standard. And a lot of times we are willing to do things that aren't necessarily the best for us to attain that. And I know that I have before. I have done all kinds of diets and fueled myself in a way that wasn't working for me and in ways that didn't make me feel good. And I didn't necessarily do the healthiest things because I wanted to look a certain way. But now I'm in a very different place. And I think it's important that we examine how we are fueling ourselves, why we are doing it, and really look at what we're doing and question it. Part of the conversation that I had with this friend of mine, uh, we were talking about how when we were young, our goals with how we were eating were a lot of times about image and vanity and weight loss, and we would do unhealthy things. Um, And of course, I'm not knocking any sort of way that anybody's eating because I do understand that different things work for different people. And what's sustainable for me might not be sustainable for the next person and vice versa. You know, everybody can do whatever they want, how they want to do it. I would hope that whatever you're choosing to do is something that's good for you and healthy for you, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, all that stuff. But I know for myself, I have done things and consumed things that were not healthy for me at all to lose a few pounds. For example, I mean, I have taken, you know, diet pills that weren't good for me. I have done different, all different kinds of diets. Nutrisystem, Weight Watchers, Keto, Atkins, I've done them all. And some of them were a little bit more sustainable than others. Uh, Some weren't sustainable at all. Some made me feel okay, but, you know, at that time in my head, I wasn't losing weight fast enough. And then other things made me feel horrible, and I knew that I was consuming a ton of products that, you know, long-term would probably give me, you know, high cholesterol and a heart attack and whatnot. But with those, I lost weight really quickly, but then it wasn't sustainable, so then I'd stop and I'd gain weight. And I was just on this roller coaster of weight loss, weight gain, and it was, of course, physically not good for me, but of course, emotionally not good for me either because I would be so excited about the weight loss and that clothes would be fitting, but then, you know, I'd get off the diet and I'd gain it back and then I'd be upset with myself and feel like a failure. And these diets, like not only are they not good for you on a physical level because of this yo-yoing, but also I had some very negative emotional side effects from doing these things to myself. And that's something to think about too when you're pursuing these things. Because really, if you are doing something that's not sustainable and you know it's not, like you're kind of setting yourself up for failure and disappointment. And a lot of times it's not you that's failing, it's that lifestyle or that diet that's actually failing you. And the truth is, is that a lot of these, you know, fad things that are going on, they aren't something that most people can sustain for a very long time. And so it's something to really consider when you're pursuing these things. I mean, you can Google this, there's literature on it, there are books about it, and I don't want to get too much into it, but we are biologically wired to survive. 
So if you are starving yourself or eating a certain way that's not sustainable, that doesn't give you enjoyment, or you're not really nourishing yourself, you know your body's going to want more. You're going to have cravings. Your body's going to want what you're not giving it. There's a reason that people talk about feast and famine. I mean, back in the day, you know, there were long periods of time where people would not have much to eat. And so during the times of feasting, they would feast to put on the weight. And then they would go into a time of famine. And they would have to ration, but they had put on some pounds during the feasting. So, you know, they could survive during the famine. We no longer live in a world where we experience that and we constantly feast. And so... You know, food is super accessible. And so then it's really easy to gain weight and then it's really hard to lose it. And a lot of times we take some desperate and very unhealthy measures. And when I was younger, I was not necessarily in a very healthy place mentally and emotionally. And, you know, like a lot of teenagers and younger people, and not just younger people, but I think it's a little bit more prevalent and your priorities are maybe a little bit different when you're younger. I know mine were. And I was more concerned with what other people thought. I was more concerned with what I looked like. And I was kind of more willing to do things that weren't the best for me. And a lot of it was driven by a lack of self-confidence and uh, a lot of it was ego-driven. And again, there's nothing wrong with wanting to look a certain way or look good and feel good. That Of course, everybody wants that. But at what cost and what are you willing to do for it? You should not be willing to sacrifice your physical, mental, and emotional health for these things. If anything, you should aim to be doing things that enhance you and improve your life on all of those levels, on the physical, emotional, and spiritual. And now for sure at my age, my priorities have definitely shifted. Like I said, when I was younger, a lot of what I was doing was driven by my ego and wanting to look a certain way and wanting to be accepted, really. And now, not that I don't want to look good, because of course, I'd be lying if I said I didn't. But now I want to be at my best. And what I mean by that is I want to feel my best. I want to feel at peace. I want to feel balanced. I want to be at ease with my life and what I do and what I eat and how I treat my body. And I really want all of that for you guys. And we will talk more about this when we come back from break. Hey everybody, this is Panchito and Mike and you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. We're talking about how important it is to fuel ourselves in a good and positive way. And that is something that I want for myself and that I want for everybody. I really want everybody to really think about what they are consuming. And again, I don't necessarily want to push any sort of lifestyle or way of eating or anything on anybody because I think everybody's needs are very unique and everybody enjoys different things and enjoys a different way of life and living. But I think it's important to consume things that improve your life and that make you your best you. 
a lot of times because we feel the pressure to look a certain way or to be a certain weight. And a lot of those pressures are pressures that come from exterior things. And a lot of times we put those pressures on ourselves too. And right now especially is a very unique time. 2020 has been a weird time. A lot of people have been stuck at home and I know that I got out of some habits that were good for me and I started kind of reverting to some old habits, starting to really rely on food for comfort and eating a lot when bored, not moving my body as much. And I think that because it was kind of a weird time, I think it, it's it's good that we learn to be forgiving of ourselves and how we cope with things. And I think it's okay to sometimes have moments in time and in life where we're not uh, necessarily super, super strict on ourselves. I mean, it's something that none of us have experienced before like this. So I think it's good to be forgiving with, you know, how how you fueled yourself. I know I, didn't, I haven't been fueling myself properly the last few months and I think it's okay. I think it's okay that we all went through that and we're kind of still going through that. Things are starting to normalize a little bit. I started, you know, working out a little bit more regularly. I go to Orange Theory. They opened back up, so I've been going there and I've decided, you know what, like I just didn't feel my best the last few months and I actually want to just start nourishing myself in a way that makes me feel good and that doesn't make me feel lazy and drowsy and just kind of gross, honestly, because I was stuffing down the cookies and the popcorn and pretzels and not exercising as much and having a little too much wine and things like that and that's okay but now I do want to get back to a healthy lifestyle and I know that a lot of people are wanting to jump back into being a little bit healthier and thinking more about what they're consuming but I also think that it's important that we really examine why we're doing what we're doing and where these desires to eat a certain way and things like that are coming from. I think it's fine to want to look a certain way because I do. I definitely want to look a certain way too and I feel comfortable at a certain weight and a certain size, but that also shouldn't be the priority. I think it's important to ask ourselves some questions. Why are we doing this? If you want to diet or adopt a certain lifestyle, ask yourself, why do I want to eat this way? What are my true intentions behind this? Am I eating healthy purely for vanity or am I eating this way to fulfill a unrealistic expectation on myself or is am I being realistic? What expectations am I putting on myself and why? Am I doing this because it makes me truly feel good and brings out the best in me? Or am I doing this because I feel like if I don't, there's like something wrong with me or because I look bad or something like that. Again, it's okay to want to improve and it's okay to want to make changes to your physical appearance. But again, what are the reasons for it? Is it because of exterior pressure or even unrealistic standards you're putting on yourself or others are putting on you? I think it's important to ask yourself these questions and be honest with yourself. I just would hope that they're coming from a place of wanting to be healthy because also if they're coming from a desire to be healthy, then more than likely you're going to be taking a more healthy and moderate approach and it's going to come from a place of wanting to feel good and be your best. Whereas a lot of times if it's purely vanity, we're kind of willing to do things a little bit more drastic and extreme and things that aren't good for us. And when it comes to any of this, any sort of diet or lifestyle, I think it's important that we keep in mind that this should not be about perfection. Perfection doesn't exist and everybody's ideas of beauty and fitness and what it looks like to be fit are a little bit different. 
it's really important that we do this to seek balance and overall health. And like I mentioned earlier, something that is going to have positive effects on your health in the long term. Because a lot of times we don't think about that. We just think about, you know, wanting that quick fix. We think about wanting immediate results. But how did you get it? And is it good for you? I just know that before I didn't think about those things. And a lot of times things that we put in our bodies, we don't see the negative effects right away. It takes years. It's just like somebody, you know, that is an alcoholic. Whatever they're consuming in that moment, like, yeah, they might have those immediate effects of, you know, getting buzzed or drunk or whatever it may be. But as far as effects on the liver and the kidneys, you know, you don't drink a ton of shots of whatever and right away get cirrhosis of the liver. It takes years of that sort of drinking to develop something. It's the same way with, with what we consume as far as our, our food intake. What we consume on a daily basis will have an effect down the road. So it's something that I really would love for you guys to think about. What we consume also affects our mental and emotional health. And a lot of times I don't think we think about that either. I know for a fact if I've eaten horribly, and especially back in the day when I did have some deeper issues with food, I would just be honestly in a horrendous mood if I just ate a bunch of junk. And I know that I wasn't the most pleasant person to be around if I had been <laughs> binging on a bunch of like candy and sweets and things, you know? I mean, I wasn't completely miserable either. I always knew that wasn't a fair thing to take out my frustrations on other people. But I can most definitely say that I wasn't at my best. And I'd be low energy, I'd be sluggish, I'd feel gross. And then I would be beating myself up about what I ate. And there was a whole lot of negative self-talk going on. And I know a lot of people do that. They consume something that's not good for them or they're trying to eat quote unquote good or clean and they have a slip up or they just have a full out like pig out session and then there's a ton of negative self-talk and them saying, oh, I'm a loser, I'm fat, I'm this and that. And it's obviously having an effect on their mood, on their mental health, really. Negative self-talk is not a good thing. So what I'm saying is not to, again, push any sort of diet or lifestyle because you have to find out what works for you, what's sustainable for you. And I'm also not saying to not enjoy life, to not enjoy foods. I still enjoy eating, you know, my favorite foods, which to be honest with you are cakes and cookies and things like that. I truly enjoy those sorts of things and they bring me joy. But constantly indulging in those things don't bring me joy. They make me feel gross. They make me feel horrible. So enjoy your treats. Make them a part of your diet, but also not to the point where it's just so normal to eat these things like every single day that it also even takes away the appeal and it also makes them less special. You should still enjoy these things. You should never deprive yourself, but these things can easily become something that are unhealthy. And there is such a fine line that you can teeter on between having disordered eating and obsession and all of these things. So I think it's important that we allow ourselves to still enjoy our lives, enjoy treats, enjoy things that you love to eat, but also have a good balance, you know, like eat the things you know that make you feel good, that make you feel fueled and replenished and alive, but still enjoy the things that like make you happy, you know, like to be honest with you, for me, it makes me really happy when I go to my favorite bakery and get a piece of carrot cake, like that brings me joy, but it's not going to bring me joy if I eat those things every single day and 
and overindulge and make myself feel nasty. Like that's just not, that doesn't make me feel good. But again, I want to still have those things on occasion and when I feel like it, you know, I have moments during the month where I really want those things and I think that it's really good and healthy to allow myself to have those things. We should all want to be healthy, but also be at ease with it and be at peace with it. Never control either way. Control as in being too strict with your diet or control as in having all of these things and having to overconsume them all the time or becoming obsessed. I think it's important that we find a real balance and that we fuel ourselves in a way that just brings us life and that makes us be our best selves so we can be the best that we can be for others as well. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Before I share a final quote with you, I would like to thank you so much for joining me and taking the time to listen to me on this episode of Flying Blind Podcast. I hope you took something positive away from listening to me today. I would love to get any feedback, suggestions, or ideas from you, and you can find me and reach me on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and now on TikTok at Evita Carrasco, that's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. Remember to subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, that's C-W-E-R-C Media. Today's final quote comes to you by Jennifer Aniston, who is one of my favorite actresses, and she says, It's impossible to satisfy everyone, and I suggest we all stop trying. I really hope that you took something away from this quote and that you live your best life. I also hope that you join me on the next episode of Flying Blind Podcast, and until next time, stay blessed and be positive.